Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani. Welcome, America. This is the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, we're, we're looking at an America that's... Um, Really, 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 really desperately in need of leadership and focus and change if we're going to pull our economy together. We've got a president that doesn't think that the stock market is important. Now, again, I asked the question, is this the, the result of just being a dumb man? which he has been since he was left back in the third grade. He's a dummy. He is, in fact, one of the dumbest men I've ever met. That is not an exaggeration. Number two, is it increased by the fact that he has dementia? You saw uh, when he turned around the other day, he didn't know if he was going left or right or down the middle, and he probably doesn't know the difference between left and right and down the middle. And the funny thing about this, and this this goes way back to when he was falling, going up the steps. Nobody helps him. I've never seen that before. I mean, even when when presidents have difficulties, I mean, healthy, young presidents, trip or something, or mayors or governors, somebody comes and help you. I guess maybe they don't want him to look like, you know, these are the these are the uh, the guards in the nursing home, uh, kind of uh, taking care of him. But in 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 any event. Um, the student loan forgiveness plan that was going to cost us nothing. Well, now the Congressional Budget Office, which is bipartisan and probably controlled a little bit more by Democrats than Republicans, say bare minimum $400 billion. Joe, two, two, two things just to help a little. Yes, the stock market is important. 58% of Americans are invested in it. 58%. Uh, I mean, a good many of the ones that you hate also. You know, the ones who are ultra MAGA traitors and uh, terrorists and people that uh, are destroying the country, uh, not, not considering maybe, Joe, that when you say things like that, maybe you stir up like the guy like, uh, like the guy in, uh, in North Dakota. What do you think? You think you might have stirred up Shannon Brandt, 41 years old, that went ahead and hit Kaylor Ellingson with an SUV? And Brandt was convinced that the teenager was affiliated with a Republican extremist group, even though there's no evidence uh, that uh, that uh, young Kayla was was involved with any such group. Why? Why the hatred uh, for young Republican extremist group uses the same word you use throughout that speech. You don't use a lot of words because you can't remember them. I know. But you keep so you keep repeating words. And you kept repeating the word extremist, extremist, extremist. I should have counted beforehand how many times you used the word uh, ultra MAGA extremist. But this guy picked up on your extremist thing because 
Uh, he he describes the guy as a Republican member of a affiliated with a Republican extremist group. And for some reason, he ran him down. He's 41 years old with his SUV. Now, I'm not one that likes to blame things like that on the words that politicians use, because politicians use a lot of fighting words that are meant for, you know, we're going to do battle. doesn't mean we're going to have a war. It means we're going to fight for votes or, uh, you know, we're going to fight down to the wire. It doesn't mean we're going to have a fist fight. It means we're going to we're going to uh, campaign until the very end. And uh, I don't think you can take that language out. And I don't think that kind of language inspires a Kaylor Ellingson or a January 6th or anything like that. But I do note the difference in treatment here. Donald Trump's most direct statement about January 6th was to act peacefully and, uh, and patriotically. Uh, his statement is that MAGA Republicans don't respect the Constitution and they threaten, they threaten the very foundations of our republic. Someone who threatens the very foundations of our republic, a somewhat unstable man could think a person like that should be killed. Just could be. Just raising it and wondering why the press doesn't raise this question about Biden when it's on the front page anytime it has any relevance to Trump. Maybe it shouldn't be relevant to either. But if it is going to be relevant, aren't we a country of fairness? Now, I, I don't I, between Biden and Adams, I don't think we get a lie, you know, by one one day and then another. I think we get a lie a day from both of them. It must be part of their political strategy. Let's tell one good lie a day. So a- Adams, you know, is very angry at Governor Abbott for all the terrible things Governor Abbott is doing to New York. I mean, he's the reason why our system is over overflowing with people. Of course, he's the one, uh, 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 Adams, who maintains the system that can't take 11,000 more people, which is not much of a system for a city of 8 million. Uh, but he's also the one who wants to be and has decided to be, without checking with you and me, a sanctuary city. He's, he, ha- he is uh, going out of his way to invite illegal immigrants to come to New York. Uh, he goes on national television and he's been doing it for a long time, going back a year now, but now he does it in the here in America. He goes on national television and he tells us that New York is a sanctuary city. You will get food. You will get uh, uh, welfare. You will get uh, health care. You will get uh, opportunity to work. You will get uh, – uh, and you will get, like many, many others that he supported, a path to citizenship – and if the constitutionality of it is upheld, you get the right to vote. You don't get most, most or any of that in Texas. So why wouldn't you come to New York? Governor Abbott has to force you to come to New York? You don't think you'd want to come on your own? But, but he definitely uh, gives the impression that Governor Abbott is the cause of all our problems. That mean, terrible, awful Governor Abbott is sending all these migrants here. First, he, 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 he ignores all the ones Biden sent here to Westchester Airport, to Newark Airport. Could have been five to eight times the number that Abbott sent here. That he doesn't never, never complained about that, even though that was on the front page of The New York Post. It was caught by Bernie Carrick. It was caught by Rob Astorino. It was caught by Miranda Devine. It was caught by 
gosh, I don't know, so many others. Now, I don't know the numbers, but the numbers were excessive. There were two, three planes a night. And he just ignored it. But that was okay. And these are people who hadn't been checked out. They're people who hadn't been uh, uh, at all vetted except by the Colombian, uh, I'm sorry, the Mexican cartels. But do you know what the number right now is of the people coming in? And this liar is blaming it on Abbott. So of the number that have come in, independent of the government of Biden, who sent in, you know, 10 times more, uh, only uh, less than, well, 20% if you round it off, was sent by Abbott. 31% was sent by Mayor Oscar Lesser. Mayor Oscar Lesser is the Democrat mayor of El Paso. So he has sent in, uh, he sent in 1,400 more than Abbott. And then other sources, other means, meaning uh, Biden's drop-off every night is 50%. So how is Abbott your problem? Is it your problem, Biden? I mean, it can't be that Abbott's the little 20% is overflowing your system and not the Democrat mayor of El Paso, Mayor Lesser, or the Democrat sources for the other 49%. Now, you can do this because we don't have newspapers in this city. We have uh, political rags that won't publish this and say, Mayor, stop lying. Don't don't make uh, Governor Abbott the bad guy when he's sent in the least number of migrants to our city and has nothing to do with the people coming over the border illegally. This, is, this all has to do with everyone reacting to the change in policy by, uh, by President Biden when he took over for Trump. And he did away with you know, examining them in Mexico. He did away with sending them back. He did away with significant law enforcement at the border. So the ones that are coming to New York from Texas... It's about 20% Abbott Abbott, and about 80% Democrats. Okay, that happens to be the truth. Something that our Democrat mayor, where it comes to the Democrat Party, seems to be unwilling to be able to do, which means you can't trust him. I think I told you that the loan forgiveness is going to amount to $420 million, not nothing. (laughs) This reminds you of of oh, a billion, a billion dollars. I am reminded by Dr. Maria, who I'm going to interview later. Dr. Maria is back after having had a little, 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 little issue with um, getting a concussion. And we'll see that she's, her brains have gotten better as a result of it. Uh, Alec Baldwin may now be charged with a criminal case. And it looks pretty bad from if you read between the lines of the of the information coming out of the Santa Fe District Attorney's Office, Mary Carmack Atwees, uh, she filed an emergency request for uh, $635,500 from the Board of Finance so she'd have the necessary funds to prosecute up to four people. But she went out of her way to note that, uh, I think I'm quoting this, yes I am, one of the possible defendants is well-known movie actor Alec Baldwin. It could require up to four separate jury trials. Now, you remember, Baldwin says he didn't pull the trigger. 
that it went off accidentally. <clears throat> they say he did. And then the question is, what was his, his intent? As I told you yesterday, big, big victory for conservatism in Italy and in Europe, the third largest economy in Europe, Italy, a uh, significant uh, uh, trendsetter for, uh, for Europe and the world. For the first time, uh, maybe ever, a clear victory by uh, the coalition of, uh, the f- of the three, really three and a half uh, conservative parties. They carried uh, 44% of the vote, which is unusual to have that higher percentage. Giorgia Maloney, who is the head of Fratelli Italia, Brothers of Italy, carried alone 26%, which was more than any, any single party, right, left, or in between. Uh, and she is joined in that coalition by Salvini and Berlusconi, who run Lega and uh, Forza Italia. And together, that's a very, very powerful, powerful group. Well, the, the, the right, the, the left wing is, you know, understands this. They understand that the world is going conservative because of the excesses of left, the left wing in moving us now almost clearly taking the, the disguise off that, that they're trying to make us communist. Um, and, she, and the reaction in Italy has been very, very strong. Italy has always been very anti-communist. And um, this is quite a victory for her and ultimately for Salvini and Berlusconi and for the effort to reduce the budget in Italy, reduce taxes in Italy, make it a business-friendly environment, reduce regulations in Italy. I believe that Georgia Maloney can do for Italy what Margaret Thatcher did for uh, the UK. She can modernize it, uh, get it away from being a pathetic socialist state where nobody works and nobody pays taxes and et cetera, et cetera. We'll be back with a little more about that, and then we'll move on to a couple more really very, very strong subjects that need to be discussed. This is Rudy Giuliani. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. There's Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and we'll go to the phones in a, in a, in a, in a minute. But um, just to finish the point with Giorgio Maloney and, um, and Fratelli Italia, which is one of the three conservative parties that won a smashing victory in the Italian parliamentary elections, uh, so of course the left wing already is beginning with the fact that the party can trace its roots or some of its roots back to Mussolini. Well, the party is made up of looks to me like at least six or seven or eight different groups that over time uh, came together as one party, and then there was a point in time when they were part, I think. Of, uh, of Forza Italia, which is uh, Berlusconi's party. And then they broke off as their own party. And uh, whatever uh, association with uh, Mussolini goes back 40 or 50 years, and he certainly isn't uh, someone that I've ever heard Maloney say complimentary things about, just the opposite. So, I mean, how about, how about then writing uh, the, to the Italian politician... Georgia Maloney's party traces its roots to the Second World War era fascist movement founded by Benito Mussolini. Somewhat exaggerated since it's only one little party of a group of parties that traces its roots there. But how about we wrote this a couple of years ago? American politician Joe Biden's party traces its roots to the Ku Klux Klan 
that uh, that killed so many black people during the 19th century. In fact, it was the home of the Ku Klux. The Democratic Party was the home of the Ku Klux Klan. And it remained that way uh, so long that they couldn't pass a civil rights bill in the 60s because of the Ku Klux Klan members who were part of the Senate and were close friends of Joe Biden. Wouldn't that be a much more accurate and fair statement than Giorgio Maloney, who, as far as I can tell, never had any friends that were Mussolini types and seems to be a pretty much mainstream uh, uh, Westerner. Uh, If anything, she's been very opposed to the party being too far right. They have a piece of the party known as Noi Moderato, which is a, a even a more moderate wing, and they got a number of votes, and they're going to be part of the coalition. Uh, and her major focus is on conservative government, not on issues that would involve Mussolini or, uh, or the Ku Klux Klan. But a, a much better case could be made that the Democrat Party is, uh, is a, a creature of the Ku Klux Klan than that... Um, that M- M- Maloney's party is a creature of Benito Mussolini. So cut the crap. They do it all the time because you don't think people are educated. They're a lot better educated than you are, left-wing communists. Uh, so we've got, we, we had a law in New York. I'm just going to show you how the laws in New York kill people because it's a Democrat state. Uh, Democrats like criminals and don't like victims. The only way they seem to like victims are injured or dead. Because in 2017, the legislature uh, raised the age of criminal responsibility to 18. That meant anybody who uh, killed someone, raped someone, batted someone to death, stole from someone who was 17, 16, uh, they were treated as uh, juveniles, little juvenile delinquents in the family court and got uh, very, very little punishment and we've seen it happen recently in some very very horrible cases well since then more teens are getting shot you figure it right looks like it's about doubled Hmm? oh my goodness more than doubled in that period of time it's gone from 36 to 111 gosh almighty the age at which a, a young person now picks up a gun since the uh, age of uh, held, be held to account has been raised, is down to 12 to 13. It used to be 16 to 17. And recidivism has gone through the roof. In other words, uh, you put these people in these youth programs and they're back within weeks. And what it's done is it's created a group of new criminals for New York's organized crime. According to the editorial in the New York Post, they're called child soldiers. You hire them, they commit the crimes, they don't go to jail because they're 15, 16, and 17. If a 15-year-old kills you or your child, you or your child are just as dead, and the punishment should be known to be just as You want to commit an adult crime, you get held as an adult. Well, I, 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 I don't know what to say about Christopher Columbus Day No longer being Christopher Columbus Day in New York, although it is in the United States. It's Italian Heritage Day. 
and Indigenous Peoples Day. Well, okay, I'll accept Italian Heritage Day. But the man who, in effect, discovered America, put it on the map, got people to come here, should be honored by our country. This woke nonsense about the way he acted back hundreds and hundreds of years ago when that was acceptable conduct and people acted that way means that everybody's statue's got to be taken down. Everyone, every statue should be taken down. How about we got any of those statues to Biden's friends, the Ku Klux Klan's members, and the president of the Klan? We can take them down. Not a bad idea, right? Well, we'll be back right after the break, and we'll get to the calls that are lined up. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And one of the things that... Um, one of the things that I saw today that I thought was quite, quite revealing and quite good and, um, and, and, and a, a real movement forward in making this gubernatorial campaign a substantive one with a candidate like, uh, like uh, uh, pay-for-play Hochul is the article written by Lee Zeldin on school choice for New York, one of many critical issues. And I'd like to ask uh, Dr. Maria, who's back. First of all, how do you feel, doctor? I'm feeling better. For those of you who don't know, I um, am a big mountain climber in one of our really steep mountains, Mount Lafayette, New Hampshire, in the White Mountains. I love that mountain. I, I don't know. I have the symbiotic relationship with it. But anyways, long and short, on the way down, I had a spill um, fell, cracked my head on a big boulder, and I've been suffering from a concussion. So the main thing you do for that, because it literally changes your brain chemistry for a while, because your brain moves you inside your a, skull. You haven't a liberal, have you? I haven't. Oh, good. No. As a matter of fact, I'm... Um, I'm <laughs> I'm not that, I, I just can't even hear that kind of stuff right now. But anyways, um, I was very proud of Lee Zeldin's um, article. I think that every student, every parent deserves to put their child in the best school they can. I like vouchers. I like school choice. Um, I, I like tax credits, charter schools. I didn't realize New York had a uh, cap on how many charter schools. And the only thing I can surmise from that, let's hear what you think about this, is if they um, would open up to a lot more charter schools then the public school system, of course, would have less students. Therefore, they could charge you less for taxes, right? Oh, no, even more cynical than that. And the the teachers' unions' uh, dues would go down. You know what I would love? To break up that teacher union. The teachers' union is like Satan. They're crazy. And all I can I have a lot of empathy for those good teachers out there who want to teach math, science, right? And the classics. I met a teacher not too long ago who told me that administration, I don't know who that is, sends these books to teach these young children real perversion about their yes, gender. Yeah. 
And that teacher makes the common sense decision to put those that material in the circular file, yeah, in, the, in yeah. the garbage can. Yeah, exactly. But what about these teachers who think, I have to do it, or I'm or being some get told fired to for do it, or I some might do it again. Yeah, i got to feed that. my some children. So I don't know how you do it, but I have a challenge to all you really good teachers. Break up that union. You don't need that. That it's union. a bad union. It's a I, bad. I am not against. Sick. I belong to a union. I, I'm. It's a bad union. I agree with unions for private workers. I do not agree with union for government workers. I think government is protected by by laws. Look, you the know, law. We, the law. I just can't fire a teacher. I mean, I, right. a teacher is alleged to have raped a child. I can't just fire the teacher. I got to put him in suspension. I sent him to what's called the rubber room. I don't know why it's called the rubber room. I'm not going to make any jokes about it. I sent it to the rubber room, which is a school where all these perverts go. Oh, and I got to pay him. So when I became mayor, I realized we were paying them four and five years. So I had very good close relationships. And they, they're not teaching. They're not near children. No, but you pay them to go to yeah, the rubber room. Yeah, they're going there writing Four or five years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they lit them out early, all sorts of other stuff. So I had very good relationships with the DAs, and they weren't like Bragg. They actually were district attorneys. They actually prosecuted criminals rather than putting criminals out on the street. And the DAs would prosecute the teachers before we could fire them. Hmm. In other words, we'd have them in prison before we fired them, and I was sending the check to the prison. Oh, how about that? That's how creepy That's, this teacher's that union is. That is creepy. Well, you know, I understood unions in the 30s, 40s, 50s. No, and they, now we have Department of Labor. That's only 6%. The employees are so protected nowadays. And I, I don't know. I, to me, I don't get unions in 2022, except, you know, and that teacher union is really acted criminal against children. Mass mandates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, vaccine, there are good, know, there are good unions. Please, don't, un- please. I'm I understand the union the movement. Union. There are good unions, there are bad unions, and then there's a satanic union because it hurts children, and that's the teachers' union. Children don't count in that union, just the teachers. Children mean nothing. They are just little playthings in order to make money. Also, uh, Dr. Maria, I have to yes, ask you this sir. because Dr. Maria is like me, an Italian-American. Uh, Dr. Maria, they're doing away with Columbus Day. What? Yep, yep, yep. Here, federally or no, no, here no. in here, New York? Here, here in the city of New York, which is one of the one of the largest uh, enclaves for Italian-Americans, and the place the vast majority of Italian-Americans, uh, Italians came to America. That's right, through through here in Ellis Island. My Ellis grandparents Island happened and, and to Clint, go. And Clinton Castle. Yeah, my, gr- my grandparents happened to go right to Boston only because the family supported them to come to New Hampshire. But, yeah, you're right. Most of them came right here through New, through New York. I think that's tragic. I mean, this is really the center for Italian-American. I mean, not, not, not that there isn't Boston. San Francisco has sure. a big Italian-American sure. community. Chicago does. Pennsylvania. St. Louis. Yeah. My hero, Yogi Berra, comes from, yeah. from St. Louis. Pennsylvania. You were Grand Marshal of the Columbus Parade one year, weren't you? I've seen pictures of you. I was. I look fat, too. You know why? I didn't think you looked fat I in those did. pictures. I was wearing a vest. I was wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh. Only time I ever wore it. Now, and why was that? Because the, uh, uh, who was it? Was it Gallo? Oh, so no, no, mafia no, no, guy? No, 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 It was, what's his name? Uh, uh, it was, um, but one of those guys wanted to kill me. <laughs> one and, of the mafia uh, guys. And, and the FBI took it really seriously. And I didn't up until then, but I just had had Andrew. And I, I, I started thinking like a father and that I wasn't immortal and maybe I should wear it. Yeah. yeah. But then I never, I, wore, I never wore it again. I, I remember one time going up to 
push down the the, the lever for the for the for the two thousand um, New Year's on Times Square. I walked up, and we had had a threat from uh, from um, Bin Laden. Oh, and we had we had had two weeks with uh, Howard Safer, you know, like cleaning it up, and and then Howard, you know, very Howard who, who had been my pal and helped get me so many criminals when I was U.S. attorney because he was a marshal. Howard loves, has that sense of humor. He said, you know, the one thing we can't protect again is the soul guy up in a, you know, just up in a building. <coughs> and I'm walking up and there are all these buildings around. I'm looking around. Could, could he be there? Could he yeah. be there? Could he be exactly. there? Could he be there? It's the only time I ever, only time I was ever really thought about it. Most of them I just walked through it without thinking about it. Even on September 11, when uh, George Pataki said to me and Bernie, you know, we thought you were dead. I said, yeah, I guess that's right. <laughs> but it's great to have you back, Doctor. Well, good to see you, Rudy, and everybody. Please yeah, the join show will us. Improve now. You, you, you can start ah! coming back. The show will improve. Please join us on our Sunday show, oh, Uncovering also, the Truth. T- tell, tell them about the mo- tell them about the latest podcast that you produced. Well, this is a big one. It's really going viral. It is. Um, yeah, got invited on Bannon tomorrow morning for it. Yeah, be prepared for the up coming election stories or or uh things to be warned against from a fascist playbook you know fat the word fascism is becoming like the word racist its meaning is nothing now because the radical There's left call everybody racist call everybody fascist when they are actually why they acting do like the fascists but that's why they do it they're so trying a, to take the they're trying to take the sting at it so it's a great podcast go to rudy Giuliani CS that stands for common sense Rudy Giuliani CS.com and thank you for having me on I even did the chart myself which I don't usually have to do I did the chart all by myself I'm growing up see I did the chart all by myself and I gave you the warning I'll give you a hint one of them is projection projection is the process of you bribe the president of Ukraine and then you blame Donald Trump for it or you have um, 500 riots in 2020 that lead to 27 deaths, a billion dollars in property damage, and 4,000 injuries. And then you claim that the one demonstration on January 6th that led to no deaths except, unfortunately, one of the uh, uh, Trump people who was killed and you're not investigating it, and uh, no one had a gun, that that's an insurrection, but the other wasn't. So that's what you get away with when you do projection. That's what we that's what we point out. So let's go to um, let's go to Jerry in Chicago. Good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. It's such an honor to talk to you. I've been a big fan of yours since forever. Uh, you know, I, I love your city. So does Dr. Maria, by the way. She's still here. We both have a great affection for your city and we feel so sorry for it. Yeah, so do I. What a tragedy. What what a what a Oh, I hear that accent. I love that accent. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay, listen. Listen, you were talking about that they want to do away with all the statues, right? Yeah, oh yeah, okay. get rid of the statue. Lucky they never put up a statue of me, the Democratic liberal pigs. Yeah, well. What about Obama's statue? I want that taken down. That statue offends me. <laughs> ah, where is it? Where is it? Why don't we put the Rockies of him somewhere? Okay, I want to put a Rocky statue there. Yeah, me too. I, you know I what I really... Stat- uh, Rudy, you know, I want to put your statue there. I want to put yours, Jerry. 
You know, they, you know, you know why we should put up my statue? I'm going to appeal to my fans now. You should raise money to put up. You should put up a statue of me and see how long it stays up. And we could take book on it. There should be one of you in New York City. For sure. Oh, just because, just because I, I reduced crime more than any mayor in the history of the city? There should be a statue for me? Even though there are statues for, for mayors that made the city bankrupt? Oh, well. So let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Oh, hi, Rudy. I wanted to call up and say, uh, you know, nobody talks about taxes much, but taxes are so important. I mean, oh. we wouldn't have a country if that wasn't an issue. And, you know, being from New Jersey, uh, middle-class people are getting wronged with taxes, man. I mean, property taxes, federal taxes. You have over 2 million federal employees. When am I going to get a break? When you elect a, 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 a Republican. Like like Trump, who really uh, gets things done and doesn't you know doesn't play the rhino game, when he really when, when a guy who really comes in and says I'm going to cut what was it originally he was going to cut two uh, for every one that he hired or, or cut two regulations for every one and ended up my son worked on that it ended up he did ten for every one uh, somebody who in about two years turns it around to the strongest economy we've had in fifty years someone who ends up t- taking blacks and Hispanics and having their wages be the highest it's ever been. Someone who brings peace to the Middle East with the Abraham Accords. Somebody who Putin would have been afraid of invading uh, Ukraine. You know he'd have been afraid to invade Ukraine. There's nobody that doubts that, including the sicko uh, lefties. Uh, But taxes will come down. He brought them down. He brought them down nicely. Uh, We'll have to bring them down again, that's all. Uh, Or if someone, you know, if he decides not to run, Let's make sure we elect. Let's make sure we elect a Republican who's a Ronald Reagan or a Donald Trump. In other words, you're not going to stop me. I'm getting it done. So where is Ralph? Ralph, where are you, babes? Uh, hey, I, I, I thought this is Sunday because Dr. Murray is with us. Uh, but anyhow, let me uh, say this. Uh, there is not that we. No canceling out uh, the Columbus Day because there is enough of us uh, that will resist, that will push back about this this whole kakamimi nonsense crap that they are trying to push. Now, just like everyone else, I'm asking the question, what is Eric Adam doing in either Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, or wherever he is right now? Uh, rather than staying in the... He's helping. He's uh, he's gonna, he's gonna helping with the hurricane. He can do a lot about hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he stands up and he does like a dance, and the hurricane goes away from Puerto Rico. I mean, actually, what the hell did he have to go there for? Just send the stuff. Or send our search and rescue team. That's what I did. I went to Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic once after it was over after the hurricane was over, to bring additional material. But at the time that I went there, the city was the safest large city in America. It had a surplus rather than a deficit. It was considered uh, the most desirable city in the country. So I had a little time on my hands that I could go to Puerto Rico for two days and make sure that the proper equipment got into the hands of the Dominicans and the, and the Puerto Ricans, and largely because I have such affection and it's after I had been reelected, so I didn't go there to pick up votes, in case you're being cynical. I went there really to thank them because 
they had really cooperated a lot, meaning the Puerto Rican community and the Dominican community. Wow. Did they turn things around while I was mayor? It wasn't just me. They cooperated with me. So did the black community. Wow. I mean, you'd think Harlem just turned into a different place when it was being run by crooked people like Charlie and, and Dinkins. I mean, they didn't take care of it. They took care of themselves. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with the mayor's final word. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, uh, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And, of course, with the mayor's final thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers is the organization that builds smart homes, for those uniform members, civilian and military, who lose the loss of their limbs and need to be made as independent as possible. And they're there. And I met with a lot of them on Sunday during the 30,000-person run, including some of them in their wheelchairs. What a thing to see. And then, of course, they pay off the mortgage for uh, the homes of the families who have to suffer the final uh, the final and most difficult sacrifice of all, which is the loss of their loved one uh, in, in, in pursuit of keeping us safe. So make your donation. T2T.org, $11 a month. It'll be good for you and your soul if you do it. So my final word uh, today is going to be to the people who are listening to us in uh, Pennsylvania. Because I know we have some in Pennsylvania. And for those of you in in New York and in uh, New Jersey and elsewhere, all around the country, St. Louis, wherever, to call your friends in Pennsylvania, that's one of our biggest elections there in Pennsylvania because we've got two candidates that really need uh, to be elected. Uh, We need to hold on to the Senate seat in order to get rid of Chuck Schumer and to get rid of the Marxist Senate that uh, if we only have the House and we don't have the Senate, Biden can still uh, keep us moving uh, on the train to socialism and uh, and really leave this country in such devastated state that the next president, whether it's Trump or DeSantis or or anybody else, is going to have a very, very hard time fixing it. So the Senate's important. Pennsylvania's critical to it. And Fetterman is a disgrace. Fetterman is a left wing Trust fund, useless person. Never worked a day in his life. Walks around like a slob. Is a left-wing idiot because he can't think properly. He wanted to release half the people in prison. Any half. How about he wanted to release people given life for second-degree murder? I don't even know if he knows what second-degree murder is. Now, he walks around looking like a jackass, 
And he says incredibly stupid left-wing things. And people think he's cute, I guess. This guy's very dangerous. He's got no brain. And I'm talking about before. He's got the craziest, stupidest ideas. He wanted to defund the police. Well, he's against that now because the polls are against it. But if the polls go back to defunding the police, he'll be defunding the police. And finally, he was affected by two or three very, very serious strokes, such that it's hard to understand him. And he wants to do a, uh, he wants to do a, 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 a debate basically after the, uh, after the early vote is over so people don't realize how uh, impaired he is, like in late October. And they're letting him get away with it because the left-wing press is, of course, falling all over him. I think from what I see, and that's why a debate would have been so important, I don't think this man can stand up and represent Pennsylvania in the Senate. What the hell are you elected him for? Dr. Oz is a mainstream conservative. He's going to make sure that Schumer's not there. He's going to make sure that we have an American program rather than a left-wing Marxist program. And then Doug Mastriano. Doug Mastriano is a hero, an American hero, in the true sense of the word, decorated in the military, a published historian of some note, an extraordinarily intelligent and tough man who was the first one that had the guts to take a look at election fraud. And he's running against a guy named Shapiro who had a lot to do with the screwed up election in Pennsylvania, including the one that the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania has now said is screwed up. You want that guy? Again, another a product of dirty Democrat Pennsylvania and Philadelphia politics. Dirty Democrat politics in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. Shapiro and Fetterman are the quintessential dirty Democrats of Philadelphia and of Pennsylvania. Philadelphia had more murders last year than any time in its history. Both these incredible excuses for public servants support the DA there, Krasna. Both of them. Shapiro could get rid of him as the attorney general, so he's completely complicit in all those murders in Philadelphia. And Fetterman could, well, he shoots his mouth off about everything else. But they're in favor of letting 50% of the criminals free on the streets of Philadelphia. And the only thing that helps them not be the murder capital is that New Orleans is. Because last year they beat out Chicago. Last year they had more murders than Chicago and New York combined under Krasner, who was supported by the two Democrats who you can now vote out of office. Fetterman, who can't speak, and uh, the other guy who supported all the illegal changes so you um, you you come back tomorrow we got plenty more god bless america